if you want to continue to tell me that you want to have sex with me, go for it. And if you want to say Jonathan Holmes is beautiful penis and nipples, feel free. But the anus thing, it's just it's got to go. Yes. You. Yeah. On top of a low rider. The car. Uh, um. The bouncy car that they have in their rap videos. Oh, like all my friends have a low rider. Like that song? You got the hydraulic lift? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The car's mm-hmm. bouncing around. Me, me and Alex were discussing this last night. Um, you're you're a, a big topic of conversation at bedtime, Jonathan. And we were talking about this. You on top of a low rider while it's bouncing up and down on its hydraulics. Uh, you're wearing your mesh tank top, your birthday mesh tank top. Mm. Put on your mesh tank top. That's gonna be a single now. So you put that on. Mm-hmm. You're wearing cut off jean shorts. Mm. Uh, very short. We're talking very short and split up the side, cut up the side, really high to the point where you're essentially just wearing two denim flaps, if I'm honest. (laughs) You're dancing. All around you are hustlers. And they're like throwing money around while that uh, Usher song goes, dirt, 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 (laughs) dirt. Yeah, like that. And I am in a purple suit with a microphone uh, screaming, ladies and gentlemen, Freaky Constantina! Yeah, yeah! Like that. And you're just bouncing. Your arms are up. Like, you're raised your arms and they're crossed above your head. And you're doing that sort of wavy hip, crouch down a bit and then stand back up dance that people do. Right? Mm. All the while, (laughs) Conrad's in the corner with a big bandana on and um, a, a wife beater. And he is called um, Lily Nelson. And he's in the corner with a talk boy being the life of the party. Huh? What's a talk boy? Uh, like what Macaulay Culkins has in Home Alone. I thought he just had pots and pans. No. And he's recording his voice saying, yo, motherfucker, like that. And then he does it fast forwards on the talk boy. So he goes, yo, motherfucker. And everybody, all the hustlers and gangsters. Uh, laugh because it's funny and we're thinking of following you around Jonathan everywhere you go so that wherever you are the happening be happening and that's what I'll also be saying through my microphone with my purple suit on I'll be going yo 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 everywhere where that freaky Constantina goes the happening be happening falls like that and yo motherfucker (laughs) exactly see he's already in the party spirit and you know we've got I'm, I'm thinking of finding some real, like, going into the rough areas of town to get some real shady-looking customers. Um, you know, from broken homes, tattoos down all the arms, sunglasses, um, all, all the business. 
Mm. The kind of people that would like that. And I'm going to give them, you know, just all sorts of cool party things like um, Cheetos. And they can open the bag of Cheetos and then just wave the Cheetos above their head so it's a Cheeto shower. And it's like, oh, yo, it's raining cheese. Make it rain! Make Make it rain! Make it rain, cheesy goodness! Like that. That's what they will shout. And everyone will be loving it. They'll be um, clapping like that. And squiggly pens. Alex said there should be those squiggly pens from the 90s that, that have like a thing in them that shakes when you try and write so all the thing comes out all wobbly. But we'll get them, we'll upturn a crate of those. People will just grab them and then just drop them on the floor and kick them around. Um, they won't write with them. There's no paper at a freaky Constantina party. They'll be doing that. Um, people will have uh, bottles of Diet Pepsi uh, that they're shaking and they undo the uh, top, and it just fizzes out, and they're just whacking that about. All the while, we're following you around town, and with just the Usher playing on loop. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -mm. No. Just imagine it. I can. You're in the library, right? Um, Studying for your next lecture you're going to do on um, children and why they shouldn't lead grown men on. Um, that, like that talk you always give at universities and you're in the library it's nice and quiet hey we think there's not going to be a party you're reading a book and then just up the stairs just like far away you can just go you look around there's nothing going on like what's this this is nothing I'll go back to my book I'll go back to reading Lolita for my talk and then the door just bursts open yeah yeah and just all of the hustlers and gangsters come in lily nelson's there with his fucking talk boy um i am there shankly masterson with my purple thing and i'm going like that yo motherfucker yo motherfucker this this <laughs> um, sure. Who who seriously? Let's get some pogs in and have a game on the floor. Pogs. Um. Hey, look, are those like tiddlywinks? That, hey, look, we're gonna play them like tiddlywinks, breaking all the rules. We won't have the plastic slams. We. This is a freaky concertina party. Anything can happen. Oh, so- the librarian is just going to, you know, take her glasses off, pull her hair down, strip down. And she's wearing just like this gold lame body hugging thing. And it's just getting down right there in the middle of the party because no one can resist the party. Yeah. And she'll be stood on her desk and you'll jump up and everyone will cheer because it's freaking. And she's like 85. You had no idea she could move like this. It- and then we pull your clothes off, John. And to be honest, I hope you're wearing your denim cut-offs and your mesh tank top underneath your normal clothes, because otherwise you'll just be nude up there. Uh, so we're going to pull your clothes off no matter what. So it'll be you stood on top of the library checkout desk with the 85-year-old woman in her golden thing. Um, and Alpha grown, like fully grown, intim- physically intimidating men get up on there as well and pour Pepsi down the middle of you. And you push your, your tits, Jonathan, and her tits together and just start grinding on each other while the Pepsi runs down in rivulets down your chests. Yeah, please. Ugh, man, I would hate that. 
every part of that would be bad except for the Conrad part and the squiggly pens part. Lily Nelson is the life of the party. Lily Nelson is hard to resist, but 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 jeez, Pepsi on my skin, sticky, freaky. Well, you'd be too busy being like getting freaky and and I don't get freaky. Doing crunked up. No. To, to even you, Jonathan. When I, is following yeah. you, you will be waking and or baking every single morning. <laughs> you will be too lit and rip to give a shit because you will be freaky Constantina. You mean high on marijuana? Probably. No. no. Anything goes. No, no. Anything goes. No, I mean, that's just the gateway marijuana. to cocaine. I mean, you know, we want to take this one step at a time. You don't want to leap right into powders. <laughs> no, I don't like doing drugs at all. Just start at cocaine. We're gonna, it'll be a few mm-hmm. weeks before we get to cocaine. I don't like dancing. Uh, I like dancing a little bit in an empty house to, like, Billy Idol. But imagine. I'll just oh. shake around a little. But. While Usher's playing, you've got two, like, guys. They're fresh out of prison. Um, they're on their hands and knees. They've got little plastic frogs with those air squishy, pumpy things. And they're just making the frogs hop on the floor. And there's other men gathered around with stacks, fat stacks of cash. And they're betting on which frog win. <laughs> I don't even like money or, or Usher. Or any or or people, I'm happy to just have a, a a mild conversation over a crepe at night for like an hour, and then be like, "Oh, party complete," and then go home. I don't. No, I don't like that that song. It's funny how bad that song is. I, I like, think Conrad's making a very good argument here. What? <laughs> that Usher sound is an argument. <laughs> That Usher sound is the argument and the winning of any argument. What a dumb song. He couldn't even think of any idea. So he was just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like having a conversation with himself, well, asking him, yeah? And the response, yeah. Well, 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 Jonathan. Mm, Usher, no respect. Jo- I have no respect for Jonathan that Jonathan Holmes. Yes. The ghost at the feast. <laughs> How dare you? I've got 30 men fresh out of the clink clink or whatever it is they call it. Yeah. The, the the hole. They've been in the hole. Some of them have been in solitary confinement. The pokey, I believe, is the technical the term. Okay. Really? Pokey. Hardened crims fresh out of the poke. They want a party. They want the women. They want the music. They want Freaky Constantine on a lowrider. They want Talk Boys, Plastic Frogs, Shaken Cans of Pepsi, Cheeto Rain. <laughs> and you. Yeah. The, no. the ghost at the feast. Some of these prisoners could be political. It mostly just, <laughs> mostly breaking and entering. But some of, they could have been in prison for a noble cause. And we just want to give something back to them for that, to thank them. I it, it it's a, it hits at a bad time because I'm particularly annoyed with crackhead party monsters today. <laughs> today is a particularly bad day to pitch this idea to me because I've so many patients at my job right now. They're like, yeah, I just keep doing crack, and then are just they, like Jonathan, yeah. are they like yeah, or are they like yeah, yeah? <laughs> they are not like yeah yeah no uh, not not with me around no but they're like mm, 
you know, I'd really like to get into a substance abuse residential program. Keep doing crack. Keep doing crimes. Uh, it's just not working out for me. I'm like, well, why do you keep doing the crack? You're 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 addicted to crack in 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 some sense, in some physical sense. But when you're in the hospital for two weeks, you haven't been on it. You're used to not being on it. Why don't you just kind of roll with that momentum and just stop doing crack? I'm like, eh, you know, one thing leads to another, and. Anyway, I'd really like to get into that program. Okay. I'm like, okay, I will look into that program for you. And then, after two days of looking for programs, they're like, oh, did I mention that I have two warrants for my arrest? <laughs> for breaking and entering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I probably got to go to... I'm trying to help these help people. Um, you want to get them off the crack. Uh, the, I would love to help them get the off the crack. The crack rocks. And is, stay out of jail, yeah. but they're already... At what stage are you at? I'm sorry, sorry, I don't want to keep interrupting. I just want to help you help them. Have you got to the eating a bucket of KFC stage yet? What? That? That's not a stage that I'm aware of for any helping of anyone ever. Well, I mean, you're doing what we set you up to do. (laughs) You are going there dressed as Captain Crack Cocaine and no doing the steps. No. Well, why do you think they're still on the crack? Jonathan, we saw, we Conrad and I solved this for you weeks ago. We had a program in place. Have you even told them not to be a pussy yet? No, that's all very. Uh, that's a terrible program. Conrad, are you listening to this? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, it's a terrible program. Says the man whose patients are still all on the crack. These are patients I've pati- only had for two days. How I many mean- patients have you got on the crack, Conrad? I don't have any patients on the crack. I don't have any patients at all. So, Conrad and I, our program works. I am looking around me right now. Crack free. And I see nobody on crack. I'm looking up. I'm looking down. I'm looking left. <sighs> looking to the right. I see nobody on the crack cocaine. Yeah, but the, 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 the patients I have are not currently on crack cocaine, which is good. But they are going to jail no matter what, right. and they're just kind of delaying the inevitable with, um, you know, then on the other end, I'm like, yeah, if I were going to jail, I would want at least a few days of um, not getting um, scared and shanked and maybe sexually assaulted in the, in the psych hospital. So sure, but just Plus tell me how front... They want to get as much crack smoked before they go in as possible, because they're going to miss it. There's no crack in the hospital. So, oh, Jonathan, I'm sure when you're around, there's plenty of crack to look at. There's not. I don't have ass crack visible. <laughs> Are you sure? You don't have low cut jeans? And a thong I'm absolutely with sure. A, with a thong coming out the top. I the only and a band eat... with a boombox behind you just playing. Da, 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 da. Oh shit! It's Doctor Freaky Constantino. And a doctor. Yo, motherfucker. <laughs> Now, the only skin visible uh, at work for me is my wrists a little bit, my hairy, disgusting wrists and hands and my face. And, and, and all the, the marijuana skinning that goes on. What is, what is marijuana skinning? I don't know. That... I've probably said it wrong. I'm just picking up words I've heard on TV. <laughs> it sounded good. I felt I'm... very ignorant and like I was no longer uh, able to really talk about drugs just now so that was good what you i need to buy some drugs you do i just think it would be fun 
I want to walk up to a drug dealer and say, I would like to buy some drugs. Please. <laughs> they would sell you drugs. How much drugs can I have for this? And then I will just hold out a $5 bill. You in an upturned hand, like flat palm upturned, it's just sat there like it's on a cushion. Just thrust it under their nose. How much drugs at this? I wonder what would happen when dealing with criminals. It does sometimes help to feign having some sort of psychiatric disorder because they they don't want to. Oftentimes, in my experience with criminals. No, that's uh, true. I lived in a really bad neighborhood for uh, a year, and when you came home at night, it was just easier to act as though you were fucked up on something, because mm, sure. then nobody was going to hassle you. Right, yeah. right. Because it's just weird. Because it, it you, you could be the Joker. Well, you just, you know, you see someone who's on something, clearly on something, but you don't know what it is. Mm. You know, yeah, they could just be stoned. They could just be drunk. They could be on PCP. Do you want to take that risk? Sure. They yeah. could have something they can sh- shoot. They you might up not with. be capable of feeling pain might, or ra- making rational judgments and like not eating like faces. Their money. Yeah. What'd you say, Jim? I said, and not eating faces. Most criminals, uh, contrary to popular belief, enjoy their faces. Oh it's yeah, a, yeah. It's I, a thing for them. You're talking about the bath salts that make you turn into a zombie. You're the one who's talking about bath salts. I thought you were, no? I never mentioned bath salts. Are you on the bath salts? Are you is this a confession, Jonathan? I am not on the bath salts. Do I have do I have to play general don't do a drug and tell you to sort it out? You can. It would it would be fun to hear your sincere attempt to get someone to who just enjoys crack a lot and crimes. Yeah. But they, they, they That's a good say, idea. Oh, I don't That's... like crack or crimes, you know. That's a good idea. Role play. Um, okay, let's do it. It's been a bit unfair. I'm giving you harsh criticism for not getting the crackheads off the crack. Mm-hmm. You know what crackheads are like. So you be a crackhead right now. And I will be Dr. Jim Sterling, medicine woman. Okay, uh, I have stepped in the office. Yeah, and I'm saying, uh, "Hello, are you addicted to crack cocaine?" Oh, you're treating me like an addict right off the bat. You haven't even gotten to know me yet. Oh, I don't think this is gonna work out, Doctor. Uh, do you, you got any Adderall? You got you, you got any Ritalin? I Just a little bit. don't know what those things are. Sit down. <laughs> if you, I'll tell you what, I don't have those things. If you sit down, I might be able to slip you a cheeky bit of crack. <laughs> you I, have I, just become the most popular doctor in uh, the Eastern Seaboard. Well, that's great. It's, it, my, my career has always been a big popularity contest. He who dies with the most crackheads wins. <laughs> so, already, big success. Yeah, you've done it. It's, oh, Richard. is that it? Yeah, yeah you you're not have... addicted to crack anymore. Oh, no, but you are giving me crack, so... I, know, I never said that. You said I might slip I never said that. I said might. This is a... You see, you're learning from me as we go. Mm. Um, never commit. Always leave yourself a get-out. So that when the crackhead gets angry and, I don't know, reaches for a scalpel or anything, you can say, I said might. And then they'll say, fair enough. Put the scalpel down. Sit down and listen to the rest of what I've got to say. 
Um, so let's carry on. You are addicted to crack. I've said, I'll give you a little, I might slip your cheeky bit of crack. When are you going to give me the crack? When are you going to give me the crack? When are you going to give me the crack? I. When are you going to give me the crack? I might. When are you going to give me? When are you going to give me? When are you going to give me the crack? Shut up. When are you going to give me the crack? Shut up. When are you When are you going to give me the crack? When are you you going to give me the crack? Tomorrow. When are you going to give me the crack? That's what it's like. No. (laughs) I'm not done talking, crackhead. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, or you get no crack. If you speak within the next minute, you will get literally no crack. You got any crack? No crack. Fuck off. Where's the minute? Hey. Hey, how are you? No, we're done. I am going to go watch Masters of the Universe. <laughs> and you could have watched it with me. Cartoon, New Adventures of He-Man, or the Dolph Lundgren one could have been your choice. I'm going to watch all three. I'm going to decide the order via dice. You can fuck off and I'm going to have all this crap to myself. Wow, yeah. At that point, I press a button and my fun Gestapo come in, taser him, drag him out and leave him in a fucking dumpster where he belongs. I think you would get pretty frustrated working in a. Well, they sound like dicks. (laughs) (laughs) They aren't dicks. Uh, Uh, Always. Who was that guy? Who was the. Give me my crack now. Selfish? Impatient? Oh, well, sure. I mean, you're, you're talking about the addicted mind, so, you know. It's a. It's a mind that can't. Self-soothe or self-regulate, very focused on the the cravings, and uh, the the neural pathways have been altered by the drugs. You see, so once you said I might give you some crack, then forget it. But if you say there won't be any crack, but maybe we can do something else, then you would be talking about other things that are like crack, but are not. If quite... I said there won't be crack, he'll lose all interest. No. That's not true because he thinks he might still get crack from you, even though I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, forgive me, professional that you are. Yeah. But speaking as a blogger, you know, I might have a bit more to say on the matter, and <laughs> and I just, I think you're dismissing my crack and stick approach out of hand. <laughs> The crack and stick approaches say there might be crack. Yep. And then not. And then, then just talk get about a, the then, of the universe. Yeah. No, no, no. Say there might be crack. Get really annoyed with them. Mm-hmm. Have them tased. And then I reckon there's a 50% chance when they wake up in the dumpster outside, they'll think to themselves, have we learned a lesson here? I kept going on about crack so much, I got no crack, and I got no He-Man. Mm. If I go back next time, I may at least get the He-Man out of this. What are they going, what kind of doctor? Uh, what's the What's the treatment they're hoping to get from, from you? Well, uh, uh, Jonathan Holmes' um, Great Hospital. <laughs> That's the name of it. Um, I offer... Three viewings of E-Man, Masters of the Universe. And maybe Crack. (laughs) (laughs) 
That would be the most popular Doctor. Boom. Go. Absolutely. Kaboom. But only if you did give some stimulants. It wouldn't necessarily have to be crack. There's other legal stimulants. Monster energy. No. <laughs> I'll tell them it's crack. Yeah, that's There's true. very little difference. Yeah, some would say. Yeah, I there's... am addicted to Monster Energy. It makes me feel ill. <laughs> that's... Yeah, you know, you make a common point, a strong and common point, that there's not... It's not really fair to draw lines between um, certain types of addicts and certain types of drugs. I think that's a fair point when people make it. That's it is definitely the point I was making. That is an awesome point. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, thank you for the point. That's all right. <laughs> What's going on with video games? Let's talk about those aggressively. Wow. Yeah. You guys are like, see, you know, I'm at this job 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah. Thinking about video games, wishing I was writing and talking about video games. I go in the comments, destructor, be like, "Oh, look at these guys! Wish I was here doing this." And, and I, uh, you know, it's a, it's a choice I make. I shouldn't complain. I love my day job too, but I often wish I was talking about video games when I'm at work. And now I'm with you guys, I can. Yeah, but you look about look at it from my perspective. I'm at work talking about video games all day, thinking constantly about talking about crackheads with you. <laughs> Very important. I think it's about time we thought about me on this show for a change and what I want to do. I try to be sensitive to you and your needs. And we've been talking about stuff like crackheads for almost a half hour, I think. And crackheads, to be fair. I've had my fun. It's about time you had yours. So for the benefit of Jonathan Holmes, we're going to spoil Podtoid (laughs) and talk about video games. Is there anything hot going on with video games? Somebody asked a question early on the show. I don't have my internet open, so I can't name them. Maybe I can name them later. He wants to know if you're reviewing Nino Kuni, Jim. He is so excited. He asked the question yesterday and today. Wow. He's really thinking about it. You and Nino Kuni. No. <laughs> um, He's been thinking about it for like 48 hours. Uh, it's sad for him. I'm not doing it, but uh, Dale is. All good. We got Dale on the case. Dale North, editor in chief of Destructor.com. That's a good fit. Uh, Dale and I played that game in 2010 at TGS, and he was in love with it at that point. But he was also quick to look at it objectively and see that there are some things that may not work out. So he's ready to not like it if that's the case. He's not like married to it already, but uh, but he's interested and he's familiar with the source material a lot. So that's good. They've been playing the uh, Japanese release on our live stream, actually. Um, the last, I don't know, they were playing it last night, at any rate. Um, and it looks like it's fun, but, um, oh, God, I wouldn't want to touch it. I'd be afraid to take that. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I got the demo on uh, PSN, and I was sad about it. It's beautiful and charming, but the random battles are tedious and repetitive and... Many. And it's, it's, you can do random battles like that as long as you space them out fairly well. And the battles themselves are short and interesting. It didn't feel that way. It felt bad. So I, I'm going to buy it, but I'm not sure I'm going to love it. I might only like it. 
Could be worse, right, guys? Could always be worse. Could always be worse. You were saying that this year was bad. Not the worst, but you reviewed more 1 out of 10 games and no 10 out of 10 games this year. Yeah, if we distilled it to the extremes, that's what I was looking at. Um, Because the Metacritic did their most, like, their highest rated games of the year. And we're saying that, oh, this is the worst year of video games in the world, guys. Come on. Let's let's fix it. <laughs> they didn't say that, but they were talking that, the, like, there were less high-rated games this year than last year and said this must mean that the games are bad or something. And it could or have just meant... more discerning. Well, that's it. I, I was mm. like, it could mean that the critics are just getting a bit more judgmental, um, which would be a, a good thing, I think. And we're certainly seeing that. I mean, Polygon now are... Um, copying me uh <laughs> <laughs> joke they don't even fucking listen um they're racists all of them all of polygon yes they don't but listen. they're all different races yeah oh. they're, they're all racist against all the races that aren't their one thanks <laughs> um and some other sites also do at the numbers I got out of that sentence. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you... Nobody would have noticed. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you actually say anything in a sense, as long as you get out of it and go on. Um, yes, so, Metacritic said... Oh, they said bad of the year. Today. Bad of the year? <laughs> Today. <laughs> they said was... that. Jonathan, they said that. And I kind of agreed, um, not in the dire, the world is melting kind of way, but I do feel 2012 was a bit, wasn't as ball grabbing as previous years have been. Mm. And yeah, I mean, usually the past two years, um, in 2011, 2010, and the others, it's been very easy to pick my favorite games. And uh, quite difficult to pick the worst ones. Whereas this year, I was just overwhelmed with terrible games. And the only difficulty came in just narrowing it down to 10. And whereas the best games, it was quite easy to do. It was like, I didn't have to think very hard to pick out the ones that stood out. Mm-hmm. Whereas in previous years, there were as a lot. There was a lot to, to pick from, and that would... Uh, give me food for thought, but not so much this year. The opposite was true. And Mm. again, at its most extreme, it was like I dished out so many ones, so many awful games, and there wasn't a single 10, nothing that jumped out at me. Um, I mean, maybe if I'd have reviewed The Walking Dead from Telltale, it might have overall done it. But Mm. even then, I'm not not sure because there are are still flaws, enough glaring flaws with that game to, to, to maybe not give it the overall this is the pinnacle 10. I don't know. Um, cause I didn't review it, but mm. yeah, it Maybe. was, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it was a, yeah, it was a bit of a step down as a reviewer this year. It was a experimental year. So you had a lot of great ideas that weren't given a full, huge budget or weren't fully fleshed out, I think. And it was also a tired year. Um, there's a lot of threes and mm. you know the, the series that have kind of 
run their course and are still kind of dragging along. So it was well, a mix it's of the that. The down year before new hardware reveals. Um, That's right. You know, so we we just we plateaued. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's perfectly natural. I think it's it's normal this late in the life cycle of these consoles, you know. And and you want to say, oh, the PC market, blah, but the PC market is controlled by the console market now to a certain extent. Where a lot of these games, unless it's PC exclusive, they're gonna uh, lowest common denominator that. So uh, here we are at really the probably the end point. Mm-hmm. For these, you know, and and they they're squeezing out what they can, but they can't impress us too easily anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, with with uh, with just tech or with new things that they can do with the tech, we've kind of seen all of it. Other than the Wii U, which I think a lot of people liked, but very few people would give a ten out of ten to any of the Wii U launch titles. I know no, I would. Yeah, I like them, but I don't. It was a great year in video games, but it was far from. A mind-blowing year at any one point, I don't think. Though, uh, Walking Dead, from what people tell me, Episode 5 might be a 10 out of 10. It's really an episode-by-episode experience from from what I've gathered. The first one being, a lot of people say, um, one of the weaker ones. The third one, a lot of people have said, is weak. And then 4 and 5, they say, was just absolutely amazing. And the 2 is pretty good. So, uh, depending on how you look at that, that might have been, aspects of that might have been perfect. Yeah, it's hard to um, tell how you take that as a game. Um, in a way, it's almost a shame it's episodic, because as a whole package, I think that would have gotten even more critical acclaim, but then mm, the yeah. amount they've gotten, just the, the amount of awards they're swimming in, I doubt they're crying too hard about any anything lost. Um, but then again... It might be eclipsed and upstaged by Terminal Reality's efforts with all the Walking Dead survival instinct. <laughs> I haven't watched the trailer yet. I have just seen pictures, and I am surprised that that is a retail game. I'll tell you what. Game. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to watch the trailer. Yeah. Because, ladies and gentlemen, via the medium of the podcast, I will recreate the trailer. Okay? Yeah. Ready? That's exciting. Yes, I am. Here we go. I don't hear anything. <laughs> Sounded like a creaky chair and a and a soft half hearted sigh. Yeah, I'm laying back over here. <laughs> Was that a sigh of comfort or of kind of disillusionment or it's kind of long day? Kind of want to zone out. Can't hear you. I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty snoozy situation. I've got coming back here. How can it be so snoozy? There's so many. I'm counting the zombies. Because this is important, as we know from Dead Rising. You have to count the zombies to tell how good the game is. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 zombies! Yeah. Now, now let's reduce the amount of zombies by taking out the ones that have plastic Lego hair. Because <laughs> those oh. ones aren't scary, they're just plastic Lego men. Well, I am, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. All of them that are large enough in the screenshot to see their hair have plastic, shiny 
mannequin Lego hair, yeah. Okay, so we get rid of them. Now let's just reduce the ones that stay still when the crowd sees you. And just focus on the zombies that chase you when they see you. Um, as evidenced by the trailer, that number is one. <laughs> Why does this happen? Why? Uh, it, it, with the Telltale's game, they got Robert Kirkman involved right away. They they had a lot to prove because they didn't have a ton of money and it was episodic. So you're already kind of have stigma against you with the episodic um you know style of distribution people think eh, it's not like a real game it's just an episodic download game so they they tried really hard and they were really passionate about it these guys this is a retail game by a uh isn't activision putting it out or yeah EA or something activision's uh publishing it Terminal they've got Reality's all the money developing it yeah but they don't want to spend all the money um it's 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 very simple. It's a spin-off based on the TV show, the cowardly TV show. Uh, done in a rush, quick as you like. Possibly, as some have suggested, it might even be rushing out the door quicker, seeing as how Telltale's Walking Dead did so well. Mm. You know, it's like, let's keep that their momentum going. Or, or rather, let's let's coast off the back of their momentum and to mm. give ours some some movement our game is going to suck so we better take every advantage we can get <laughs> yeah and, and if we damage the brand well we don't own that so screw it who cares pretty much yeah i mean yeah the, that kind of this is the kind of stuff that damages the brand but then i mean that was over as soon as uh rick grimes on the tv show went oh no so <laughs> They're the fucking what? carpet baggers following in the wake of Sherman's march to the ocean. <laughs> Whoa! That was historical, angry, and um, something about bags? What? I just wanted to use the word carpet baggers. It's I really, I love term. that word. Yeah, I, al- I almost know what it means. I, I don't use it. that word in case it, I'm being prejudiced against some group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing carpet baggers would be. Well, it, re- it refers to the people who came in to uh, pick up the, the leavings of the war uh, after the Civil War. And, they, you know, they were so named because apparently people were fashioning bags out of carpet to basically loot this shit. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought it was some euphemism. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it sounds like a slur. Right. And that's why I would never use it. <laughs> Even now knowing the knowledge behind it. Because we weren't taught American Civil War in British schools. Why would we be? Um, I'm still not going to use it because it just sounds like I'm having a go at gay people. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. it sounds like it should be. Me too. I thought that it was maybe uh, a slur against lesbians for some reason. And that's my maybe going to get someone angry at me comment for today. Yeah. Uh, you guys see Django? Not yet. Watching that Django, Conrad? No, I I don't go to the movies that often. I... Gonna watch it. I'll see it when it comes out on, you know, instant watch or whatever. Yeah. We were gonna watch it on Christmas Day, but we went over there and just it was swarming out there, and I don't like crowds at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we went right back home and just watched the Mystery Science Final Sacrifice <laughs> for the billionth time. That sounds fun. Yeah, I saw that Django. I uh, it's one of the most feel bad movies I've seen in a long time. 
But I'm happy that Tarantino doesn't seem to be glorifying sociopathy really at all, which is a first, I think. Um, There's not one character who is gleefully sadistic, who is a good guy. All of uh, the sadistic people are jerks. So I feel like he's finally kind of aged into... I mean, he's still obsessed with sociopathy and just how evil people can be. But um, this is probably his most moral film, which is weird that so many people uh, hate it and hate him more than ever for it when it was actually an attempt to be somewhat good-natured at times. Yeah, that's my little review of Django Unchained, guys. You're like a movie man from the pictures. Speaking of that, when's your movie show starting? Continue to hype it, Jim. Tomorrow. (sighs) Pushed it forward. They pushed it forward. Uh, January 3rd on The Escapist, Movie Defense Force. There's a thing I'm doing which will be out. Are you scared at all? No. Do you think people are going to be mad? Uh, I don't think so. It's a, it's a positive thing. But then people hate you when you like things these days. Mm. I don't know. If it does well, it does well. Good. If it fails, it fails. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's the way of life. And I've always got uh, some other ideas cooking. So hopefully it does well. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited. You think it's got potential? I think so. It'd be weird if you said no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's going nowhere. Dead end street, that one. Um, but no, it should be good. I'm looking forward to it. It's something different. Um, it's going to be weird to be paid to talk about something that isn't video games. So I guess we'll find out if I'm qualified to do anything else with my life. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, we all know that you are. But it'll be fun to see. Well, we know. I mean, I've, if I get... If I lose at the video game thing, I can go into counseling like you do now. We proved that earlier. <laughs> I got an exciting email right before the show started. Uh, looks like Machinima, though there's no contract done, they expressed pretty serious interest in paying for four more episodes of Teenage Pokemon, which was nice. Cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure that was going to happen because... Uh, you know, as you as we've talked about for weeks now, some people like it, some people really don't like it, but they don't seem to care. They're like, "Oh yeah, the comments, <laughs> that's fine." People get mad sometimes, but we think it's good. I guess views are views. Yeah, views are views, and they like it. So the fact that they like it shows that they're actually uh, not just slaves to doing whatever they think is going to make the most money. They actually just back things that they personally like sometimes. So that's cool. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But now I have to make sure these four episodes are really good, which is scary. Hopefully I won't fail everyone. Mm. Ever. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. <laughs> Well, we were going to talk before. You guys maybe wanted to publicly give tips on what you think the next episode should be like. I'm open to doing that. I would love to hear what you guys would want to see in a new episode. But maybe you have no ideas at all and are not that interested. That's putting us on the spot, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be fair. 
I mean, you know, really, for me, the biggest issue was just the audio mix on the episode. I really liked that it displayed two different types of humor, two very different types of humor. There's, you know, highbrow, lowbrow mix in there. Um, oh, thanks, Conrad. So, I, I, yeah, I like the episode. I just think it technically needs some polish. That's mm. I was fine with what you had out there. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I am working hard to make it sound better. Bought a new microphone, got some sound engineering. I mean, there was sound engineering on the first one, but there's even more this time. So hopefully it'll definitely sound better. Uh, I'm sure it's going to sound better. Hopefully just better enough. Uh, And the long... Oh, I was up until 3 in the morning last night recording the audio for episode 3. Still not sure if it's even going to go anywhere at that point, but I'm just excited about it. It ended up being like 7 minutes long. So that might be hard to do but they'll definitely be longer than the first episode and more cohesive it'll be now that there's like a budget that can pay a person to do a thing and do the whole thing instead of just asking some favors of strangers to just do as much as they can in a few months uh so yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah huh jim And I want to get you in episode four, for sure, Jim. Did you like my little cheer? I did. Put that in your show. I will. All right, well, then. Yeah, episode you four. You can have it for $500. <laughs> the budget on the show is not that high, by the way. It's not like... <laughs> not as high as we're going to be at Freaky Constantine's fight. How's <laughs> that? Yo, motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of yo motherfuckers. Yes. I think it's time we talked about the Podtoid Wiki. Yes, yeah. sure. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, over the holidays, in the past week since we last convened and recorded, mm-hmm. uh, some enterprising Podtoid listeners have set up a Wikipedia. Wikia. Wiki. Mm. Wiki Wawa West. Wiki Wawa West, yes. For Podtoid. Potter has a wiki now, and it's really good. It it's is huge. Already, yeah, they've been working hard all over Christmas, waste, wasting their Christmases. Um, specifically, we've got Toby, Sir Toby, Toby Carlson, mm-hmm. who does... Um, he's done many posters, movie posters, for the Willem Dafoe movie pitches. Mm-hmm. Don't let me forget, I've got one of them. Um, you got a, a, a Willem Dafoe pitch for this week? Oh, hells yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. Um, Vaulty Squirrel has also been doing it. And Sir Man Man has been doing Good it. Sermon? Yep. S- Sir Man Man. <laughs> Vaulty Squirrel and Toby. They are the We Three Kings of Orient R of Podtoid mm-hmm. now. I've confirmed upon them official titles. So they are the We Three Kings of Orient R. That's their full title. And uh, Crystal White, who has done awesome drawings and sent me a plate with your face on Jonathan and sent you a plate with your face on Jonathan, mm-hmm. is also administrating it and working hard. And I have conferred the title upon her of Baroness Thatcher. <laughs> like <laughs> Margaret Thatcher? Because no one wants to be like... I don't think anyone wants to she be She like is that. the Baroness Thatcher of Podtoid, Jonathan. Don't undermine people. Don't get jealous and start undermining people's titles. I am very jealous of her. Absolutely, as well you should. I wish I looked like her. Me too. 
I would put on a great dress. <laughs> Me too, man. I would wear the, uh, what's it, Shelby Constantina? What's her name again? Freaky Constantina. Freaky, yeah. I would be Freaky Constantina all day oh. if I looked like Crystal White. That's objectifying. Uh, what? How? <laughs> I just need to wear an elegant evening dress. And no, I want to really flaunt what I got. Date, date Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> I would be all for being the next Bayonetta if I looked like Bayonetta, but I am not. I do not look like her, guys. I apologize, listeners, for the rampant sexism. I don't see why I'm... I'm... <laughs> Like Jonathan Holmes. I, I can not... myself through somebody's thing. Is it me? It probably is, Jonathan. Is this better? It probably is. Your sexism probably broke the wires. <laughs> Do I, does it sound better now, Jim? Uh, um, I can still hear myself a little bit. I guess it's not so bad. Uh, no, no, there it is. What? I don't know. I'm sorry. I wish I had answers for you. Oh. Well, maybe it'll just go away. Maybe. But we got the Podtoid Wiki. If you go to podtoid.wikia.com, mm-hmm. you can look up it. Stuff. They've got, they're slowly going through doing things for every single episode, like a full rundown of what happens. I must say, it is eye opening to see the stuff I say written out in Cold Hard's judgmental text. It puts it into perspective. Sorry. <laughs> Who is that? That's my wife. She's getting me coffee, and she just spilled some on my hand. And it's amazing how loud whispers can probably be. spilled it in shock at the sexism of Jonathan. Yeah, oh, it's not it stagger. Just, oh. It so, is so, shocking. It's not. I was talking about being an. I want Jonathan. I want to be an elegant lady. I, Bayonetta <laughs> is an elegant lady. Who is you wanted to be freaky? Constantina is not an elegant lady. You, but you said I have to be them <laughs> in the first place. You are doing that to me, and now I'm just trying to embrace it. And yeah, now, as you no, you basically said that Crystal White, the who is talented, she and, is, and so that makes it double bad. Has to. <laughs> Has to wear denim short shorts, a mesh tank top. She doesn't have to. Underneath, <sighs> and dance on a lowrider while being ogled. You it, make me sick, Jonathan. It's great when you are ogled, Jonathan. Not when women are. <laughs> but but totally I, inappropriate. I don't. Uh, I, I, it's uh, the opposite of objectifying to say you would want to be a woman. It's to treat them as a subject. <laughs> Not the object. It's no, to, and, to... and I'm fine with that. I, I would love to be an elegant lady. I would not like to be a piece of meat. <laughs> How dare like, you suggest because... I should be, Jonathan? How dare you suggest that men should ogle me as a I, woman? Only if you want. It's, it's your choice. That's, a, that's the beauty of it. That uh, once the power is in your hands, you can decide. How you want to express yourself. I'd it's a wonderful thing. I'd expect, I'd expect something here. like you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> People have been saying a lot, including Crystal White. And I know she means well by this, but uh, I'm going to ask your opinion on this, guys. How would it feel if people on Twitter, mm-hmm. co-workers, friends, strangers, 
started tweeting you being like, hey, I saw some pictures of you from like 10 years ago. You used to look really good. <laughs> how does that, how would that make you guys feel? Just, just wondering. Well, how do, as opposed to now? Well, it's kind of implied. Right. Well, that's oh. what I'm saying. That's my response. Like, oh, yeah. so what am I now? Like, oh, I used to look great. Yeah, I can't help but feel that. Well, the thing is, Jonathan, Mm -hmm. is, I don't know, I mean, if I looked like you did ten years ago with the chiseled abs... You were ripped. And even by your own admission, ten years ago you'd have looked good in a mesh tank top, and now you would not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is shocking how ripped you are back then. Why is it so... It's disgusting. <laughs> I want to do my laundry on your chest. <laughs> it was just one day. After that, I ate a pizza and got fat. <laughs> it's a, It's not as though that was an extended period of time. But yeah, it's... It. I try to take it as flattery and to absorb the fact that people want me to feel good about how I once looked. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a hard one because it is kind of a compliment. It is. It definitely is. But, it, it's better than yeah. you've never looked good, you gross old weird man. And that's the thing. I'm in a position where no one can say you looked really good ten years ago. So uh-huh. this is a problem unique to you. Yeah, it is a real privileged problem to say, oh, I'm not as good looking as I was before. Why don't people like me now that I'm bald and old and a little <laughs> soft? I wanted mm. first I wanted, bold mm. problems. First bold problems. Very well done. That was all right. Apart from my hair, which is to say, the facial hair has changed and my hair is graying now. Mm. I look pretty much exactly like I did ten years ago. Yeah, you. Uh, I've I've known you for four or five years, and you haven't changed. Well, I ballooned up. I got I got fat. Uh, well, I don't want to say fat, but I got you know husky. Yes, that's the nice way of saying you got fat. Good comment. Oh, sure. Way to go. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So I got husky for a little while there after I quit working a job that had me on my feet all the time. Um, and so I look at photos of myself from just, you know, like three years ago and how round my face was. I'm like, oh, my God, what a lard ass I was. But um, ten, 10 years, no, that's, that's pretty much the same. And I you're not allowed old. to say you're fat, Conrad, because then I've got to upgrade what I am. And <laughs> although I should... I'm going to refuse for as long as possible. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Because it's been a week of a lot of people saying things like this, where they want to give me attention and they want to connect with me on the internet, but are being intentionally or unintentionally insulting in the process. And I just have to like grit my teeth and be like, I know they mean well, but er, that felt kind of bad. And sometimes I think, oh, I wish I was like Jim Sterling and everyone just universally loves me because that's easy for me to, to see it that way. And then I actually read a story that you wrote and the comments, people are such jerks to you sometimes, Jim. Uh, uh, Why are they such jerks? It was, um, yeah, it was wonderful yesterday waking up on my birthday with um, constant reminders of what a fat piece of shit I am. That was fun. Why? Why do they? I don't. Uh, sometimes from fans. <laughs> yeah, sometimes from. It's fans. interesting. Um, no, I'm quite hated. Um, That's weird. It is weird, and there are people who would just seem like I've seen. Like some people will even do videos about me where they will just. You can hear like actual hate in their voice, uh, and just say really like 
just things that are like, okay, you think I'm a bad writer or, or, or some misleading journalist or something, but the things coming out of your mouth make you a really bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, just nasty to your core. And it's hard to, at that point to then be insulted because it's just stuff coming from a bad person. Right. Um, so, you know, you can't really think, feel too bad about it. Um, it's often harder when it comes from the people that genuinely do like you. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, it's people who want to interact with you, but they don't actually, you know, they don't know you. And they're mm-hmm. not a friend of yours in real life. Mm-hmm. So they associate you know, themselves with you the only way they know how, which is on, say, Podtoid. And it can hardly, I can hardly blame someone for calling me fat tits when on Podtoid I'm called fat tits. By you. <laughs> By me. Uh, so it's hard to blame them when it's like, well, they want to say hello or, or, or connect in some way, but this is how they know me. So, And it's the same with you, Jonathan, with, with certain body parts. Oh, sure. Yeah. That we don't talk about <laughs> anymore, which is already yeah. a page on the Podtoid wiki. Yeah, it, it was almost instantly put up. We had a, a talk on Twitter. I had the day off from work, so I was goofing off on the internet, which felt good. Um, and one of the things, I got up in the morning, I was really cranky. I had done uh, a little YouTube video that um, was a test, actually, for something for a Teenage Pokemon Episode 3, and... Like for the comments from people I like and know, uh, I've emailed with and stuff, were just Jonathan Holmes is anus. Jonathan Holmes is anus. There was like four of them. And I was like, oh, no more. I was going to send this video out to various people, and now they're just going to read about my anus. And I've asked people to not say anus and stuff that I do, please. And then I, I just had enough and wrote on Twitter, no more anus. Delete all your anus comments, please. I think it was like, if you have a shred of respect for me, <laughs> please yeah. delete anus. And I, I, got, I, I almost called you up on the phone. I almost phoned you to talk about it because it seemed like it was getting a real problem. The, the fact that everywhere you go, the ghost of anus haunts thee. It's a really funny problem to have. Don't get me wrong. To, to, to get up on a day off... As someone with a you know full time job and a master's degree and a, a fairly powerful position in a in a healthcare agency to get up in the morning and be like oh my teenage Pokemon video there's too many anus comments on it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I like that you know to to have that be my major problem is yeah. is, is a relief but uh, you know in the grand scheme of what it all means um, I just felt like people didn't care about making me feel bad. And I've had comments of people who like me say, well, you know, this is about us having fun, not you. So, (laughs) and I'm like, ah, it's true. You know, the internet is not my home. You can do whatever you want on the internet. I can't tell you not to. I'm just asking you, please, no more anus talk. And then you, Jim, decided no more anus on Podtoid, which is ironic because I just said anus about seven times. But Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to focus on your a hole, Jonathan. Mm. As a New Year resolution, <laughs> it's it's time for a new leaf. It's time for it's time for a change. Mm. It's time we shook things up a bit. Heal the world. Yeah. yeah. So, repeat after me, Jonathan. I will, Jim. 
because this is a mantra that I think we're going to carry through into the new year. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, Jonathan Holmes... I, Jonathan Holmes... Think we should be... Think we should be... The... The... Foot... Foot... Clan. <laughs> clan. <laughs> that's a brilliant idea, Jonathan. It is. I think... Conrad, don't you think that's a fantastic idea? That is just a fantastic had? idea. Where, where Dibs would we... Dibs on Krang. You could be Krang. <laughs> Actually, I think, Conrad, you and I need to be foot soldiers. Okay, um, all right, all right. Because, to be fair, I've already made the costumes. They're in my and your size. Excellent. Um, I've had the, 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 the factory workers at Sterling Core working round the clock, making lovely purple. We're going cartoon on this. Lovely purple hoods with the big shoulders for me and you um, to be the Foot Clan. I'm thinking, hmm, where should we have a base? Where should the Technodrome be? Ugh. Boston. Why not? Why not Boston? And what should the Technodrome be? Well, it was Jonathan's idea. It wasn't. Your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we should do it at your house. That's, that's a good idea. So your house should be the Technodrome, Jonathan. Um, I'm thinking what we need to do as the Foot Clan is, A, of course, be criminals, be rowdy, be ninja. Um, it's mostly going to consist of us going around to houses that we know have teenagers in there. And just throwing rocks at the door and the front of the house, shouting really loudly, tonight I shall dine on turtle soup. <laughs> I really just chucking them, chucking them, shout, Shredder says, fuck you. And then we'll like really like kick their mailbox really hard to try and bend it a bit. And then skateboard away. The, 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 so we don't like the turtles. No, we don't like turtles or teenagers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. we will... Mutants, we're kind of iffy on, but... Well, Bebop and Rocks. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, that's... Yeah. You can't exclude everyone. It, it, we take each mutant on its own merit. Is is It's a merit thing. But for the, the rest of it, fuck them. If you're a teenager or a turtle, we don't want to know you. So, we'll be throwing rocks at the houses of teenagers and kicking their mailbox so they're just a bit bent skateboarding down to the pet shop where we'll find tanks with turtles in them and just grab the top of the tanks and pull them down so that the water spills all over the pet shop floor. And then we will put our hands on our chests and shout, tonight we shall dine on turtle soup and skateboard away, all the while putting up posters all around Boston with Who is Shredder written on it and a photo of your face, Jonathan, on the poster. I'm Shredder? It just says who is Shredder, and it's your unmasked face on it. <laughs> that that would imply that I am Shredder. But you are Shredder. <laughs> Me and Conrad will know that. And and once we put all the posters up, um, we go back to your house. You you are with us at this point, Jonathan, wearing a purple hood with all of us. But when we get home, you also pick up knives and forks and hold them between your fingers and pace around shouting, tonight I shall dine on turtle soup. Now, one thing we are going to want to talk about 
uh, we're going to want to consider the possibility of getting our hands on some ooze. Now, um, <laughs> I, I think I think Holmes, you're uh, you know the area best. Should we go to Seabrook Station One in New Hampshire or the Pilgrim Nuclear Power Station in Massachusetts, which is going to be an easier drive from Boston? Oh Jesus! You want to get real nuclear material? Well, if we're gonna do it, we might as well do it right. Can't we just go to the uh, the river there, Charles River, and just get some goo, just some brown goop? Just probably, probably. I, I think I think he's made a good point. We should just poo on Jonathan Holmes's <laughs> floor. How about this? Um, me and Conrad. Do you know of a good curry place near you, then? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have curry and water and just have that. Lots of it, me and Conrad. We will, ple- like, poo, watery poo on your uh, flat floor. Get your dog, rub its face in it, put some purple shutter shades over its face, and just start calling it Bebop. <laughs> my dog would probably like to eat your poo. I would love to make your dog eat my poo. Your Bebop dog. That's your dog's name from now on, Bebop. I love Bebop. Yeah, he was a cool one. Yeah, And also, while you're wearing the purple hood and have knives and forks between your fingers, you also have to pull down your pants and trousers and pants and underpants Mm -hmm. and just waddle about about the flat, um, waving your uh, penis, which we will point out and go, it is cock steady. <laughs> and we'll film that and put it on YouTube, and you and then me and Conrad will look at the uh, camera and go, "Who is Shredder? I don't know. Jonathan knows, maybe." <laughs> and then people we go would be intrigued. Out. We go mm-hmm. back out. Mm-hmm. Shoplift. <laughs> Why? Because we're the Foot Clan. Is that what they do? Yeah, we sow chaos and disaster throughout the streets of Boston. We're shoplift. We're throwing rocks at teenagers. We discussed that. We we will write um, fuck idiot on the front of people's cars, on their car windshields in marker pen. Fuck, fuck idiot. idiot. Fuck, fuck, idiot. <laughs> fuck idiot and then draw a foot on their bonnet so that they know they've been foot clanned. And if someone catches us, we just point at them and say, you've been foot clan. And then we throw some salt on the ground and shout smoke bomb at them so that they know that we intend for that to be a smoke bomb. And then we'll skateboard up. I, I don't know if I brought this up before, but if I ever won, oh, I'm sorry, if I ever lost a presidential election, I would do stuff like that afterwards. <laughs> Because you might as well. I mean, you've you've gone as far as you can go, and you didn't make it. So if I were Mitt Romney or something, and I was giving my concession speech, I would just throw a, a fake smoke bomb at the end of it. If you ever yell, lost a presidential election, this podcast would probably be the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is we need to start contacting Mitt Romney and asking if he'll be our crang. What else does he have to do? Yeah. he's He's got all the money and none of the need for any sort of... Um, public face or respect anymore because yeah. no one's you know he ain't gonna do nothing he's no he's it's not over. gonna host the next american idol but he doesn't have to worry about it anymore he can just being a lost 
presidential candidate is like one of the most freeing things ever. And well, he'll be- just he'll go on the public speaking circuit and make a shit ton of money that way. It's not like he was hurting for cash in the first place. Or he'll he could just the take public shit of a ton of on stage. He could just go on stage and take a shit if he wanted. <laughs> so and be like, well, what are you gonna do? How's this? What are you reco- gonna do, guys? How's yeah. this recovering letter, dear Mitt Romney? You are rich and bored. We are the Foot Clan. Brackets. We live at Jonathan Holmes's Technodrome slash house. How would you like to join the Foot Clan, please? You can be Krang. Brackets. You'll have to pay to build your own big fat wobbly man to live inside the belt of. Signed, the Foot Clan. P.S. Bring Cheetos for when the happening be happening. Yo, motherfucker. Yeah, and that will be on the underside. Yeah, we'll write "Yo, motherfucker" in lemon juice so that when he holds it under a candle, he can see the secret message, like what ninjas do—they send secret messages, like "Yo, motherfucker" to each other. I, I'd like to. Yeah. yeah, this ninja plan is all—it's you know, you know what it is. But there's parts a of it that idea. aren't terrible. There's a few okay parts. I mean. I'm a, we're all sick of teenagers thinking they rule the streets. Mm. Imagine what they'll think when they see me, Conrad, and Jonathan Holmes skateboarding down to the basketball court, wearing our purple hoods and our T-shirts with a drawing of a foot in permanent marker pen on it. And we just shout, yo, you, your mama is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> And they go, what the fuck? Who are you? And you, Jonathan, say, I am the Shredder. And these are the Foot Clan. And this dog is called Bebop. And we, and tonight, I will dine on turtle soup. You gay. I wonder who the turtles... Would there be uh, a rival group? Who yeah. are the Teenage Mutant Ninja every, Turtles? Every teenager. Is just a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The teenagers at the basketball courts. After you say, tonight I'll dine on turtle soup, you know, I'll pick up a stone from the ground and just throw it at their face. And then they'll get angry, start a fight with us. We'll pick up our skateboards and just run over and start battering them with the skateboards. I don't think we'd win. How would we not? We're we're ninja (laughs) masters. We we were born and raised on the street by Sananka. Whoa, was that a street name? It's a some it's a name. <laughs> uh I do wanna say I've got a shopping bag, a plastic shopping bag full of leftover ooze that Conrad and I secreted. I just swing that over my head and just slap it in the side of someone's, like, temple so that it just explodes in a shower of ooze on them and we shout, Mutants! Now you are mutants! And then we kick them in the sternum. Wow. That would be that would be a poo bomb attack and a physical assault to pretty vital area, the sternum. You need that. Get in trouble. I've got breaks. Party Man by Prince playing on the boombox that we've brought so that they know we mean business. How does that one go? Party, Party Man, man. 
Man, rules and regulations, no place in this nation. Part of man, part of man, part of people say it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect that. It's almost as if Prince never died. Yes, Conrad is better than Prince at being that Prince. soundtrack. I'm sorry. That, Is that Batman? You, know, you, you want to look back on the days when one artist did an entire film soundtrack, and it was awesome. The pinnacle of that is the 1988 Prince Batman soundtrack. Every song on that disc is awesome. He was into it. He meant it. And that's going to be our soundtrack. And in future, people won't associate it with Batman, not even Vicky White. They will associate it with the Foot Clan of Boston. <laughs> Imagine it, we, the Foot Clan of Boston, with our bags of poopy ooze. <laughs> and that'll have foot, a foot drawn on the bag. And when people see us, they will say, it's the Foot Clan's poopy ooze. Run away, run away, Jonathan, before they mutate us. If we could keep from going to jail, we would scare people <laughs> for a while. The cops ain't going to come near us because they'll see us running towards, well, skateboarding towards us. Swinging our Foot Clan poopy ooze bags over our heads, going, like that. And they will drop their guns and run. Do we, are we going to end up getting a lot of poopy ooze on us just by splatter? Collateral right? damage. It's okay. Yeah. The, the, the purple hoods we're wearing are machine washable. Okay. Washable. In that case, we will just smell like poo until we wash our hoods. <laughs> yeah. That's not too bad. And curry poo though. And we're we're chewing Sterling Core fart filter orbit gum, uh. so that we won't even smell of poo. We'll just smell of minty freshness. In fact, what we'll do is we'll wear uh, those paper mouth and nose masks, like what you get when you're painting something. Uh, wear that, chew the Orbit gum. We've got our own portable Sterling Core fart filter, which we'll wear under our purple hoods so they don't even see it. So I aesthetically, still works. I know you're worried about that bit, Jonathan. And we won't even smell the poo, but they will smell the poo on us, and it will freak them out psychologically. Freak out is a word for it. Yes, like Freaky Constantina. <laughs> They'll, like, smell us. Because imagine trying to concentrate in a fight against a man who is holding a shopping bag full of milky poo and is covered in wet shit. I've almost done that. So I know from experience it is pretty distracting. Very distracting. And that's what ninjas are like. They're masters of subterfuge. Now, I, <laughs> I guarantee you, in The Dark Knight Rises... Uh -huh. Bane would not be going around coming, Oh, I was born in the dark. You're an idiot, you stupid moron. Oh, you are rubbish and your mum is bad at cooking. Right? He wouldn't have been saying all that if instead of just throwing little sparkly sparkles at him, the, the Batman just shat himself. <laughs> he just pooed in his pants, reached in the back, pulled out a big gob of it, and said... Look at my bat poo. And then just threw the bat poo in Bane's eyes. And Bane would have gone... There's shit in my eyes. And that can make you go blind if you're not careful. It smells really bad even through my mask. I wish I was chewing a little bit gum and wearing 
<laughs> Wearing a sterling cord fart filter? <laughs> Isn't that just farting into your mouth? No, not with the portables. Oh, I didn't know about the portable I one. just explained the concept of the portable. You did? Paper mask. Chew the gum. Oh, it was through the Bane accent slash uh, gas mask or whatever kind of mask that is, so I couldn't understand you. It's hard to tell. Um, yeah. but that's, that's a really good Bane impersonation. I mean, I that might actually be a different brand. That's the shit flinger's delight. <laughs> that's 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 the name of that mask, the Sterling Core Shitflinger's Delight. Never again worry about gagging and dry heaving when you're throwing your diarrhea around. <laughs> Just wear a paper mask and chew orbit gum. Pay me fifty dollars for that, you idiot. I don't think it would work. Uh I think it would work. Do I have to go round your house, put a paper mask on you, and then poo on your face? Is that what has to happen before you believe this concept? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the Wii U. You don't understand its value until you have it in your hand. Until you actually try it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I tell you what, mm -hmm. wearing the Sterling Core Flitchinger's Delight, you'll have no need to go, Wii U, ever again. <laughs> Do you I get that? I did, because Wii U does sound like something smells. Sorry, yeah. Conrad? You called it the Fit Slinger. <laughs> that too. It could be that as well. There could sure. be personal training applications for it. I don't know. <laughs> Once you've bought it, you can do what you fucking want with it. Yeah, it's uh, it's innovative. It's constantly growing. So, Speaking mm. of selling, you had a, a Defoe pitch this week? Yes? Oh, Most. yeah. Jesus. We're, yeah. Um, it's pitch black outside. Let's do it quick. It's not a big one. Um, this comes actually from something my stepson said yesterday. He said the name of it, and instantly it was like, well, that's a Willem Dafoe movie right there. He wasn't even talking about Willem Dafoe. Um, but you'll see what he said when we get to it. But Willem Dafoe plays a small-town cop in a small-town town. Sheriff Doolittle Dewberry. I'm a small-town cop in a small-town town, Sheriff Dewberry. I love it here. Nothing bad ever happens ever, and never will, he says to the camera, almost as a threat. And then, like, mutters under his breath, Don't you fucking come down here, you big city assholes. <laughs> no, nothing bad's ever gonna happen, cos I'm the sheriff! A small town cop in a small town town. There's lots of forests here. Because I remember that a bit from the movie this is based on. And then he gets a call in. I'm getting a call in on my fucking radio. I'm going to listen to this. <laughs> Listens. And he hears um, Deputy Frazier uh, on the phone. Deputy um, Brendan Frazier. No one likes Brendan Frazier. <laughs> I love him. Um, Brendan Fraser is speaking. My wife really likes Brendan Fraser. There you oh, go. Okay, okay. That's oh, no, corrected. He wouldn't, he wouldn't listen to the entreaties of a woman because he's terribly sexist. And that proves it. The fact that he disagrees with your wife on this, Conrad. What? Who, me? You're talking about me or Brendan Fraser? Who's sexist? sexist? Yeah, you just me. make me ill, Holmes. <laughs> wow. 
Don't worry about it, Jonathan. Um, so we get a call from Brendan Fraser on the line. <gasps> Sheriff Dewberry, I'm Brendan Fraser. You're going to have to come to Dr. Chungus's house. Because he is dead on his fucking toilet. Oh, my God. Dr. What did I say? Dr. Doolittle D- Dingleberry or something? No, Doc. Fuck it! It's... <laughs> New fuck, name. Fuck it, it's Danny DeVito anyway! <laughs> Dr. Danny DeVito is dead on his toilet! I'm gonna have to go down to the pharmacy in town to check this out! He says on the camera and points and says, Better not be in here, you city town assholes! I'm specifically talking about the African Americans! Because I'm in a hick town and that's racist! So he uh, drives down into town and goes to the pharmacy, and Danny DeVito is dead as a corpse on a toilet with a big bite mark on his ass. Oh no! And 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 oh, Willem Dafoe's annoyed. He looks down and goes, "Oh, this, oh, this is so stupid." That's <laughs> what he says. I can't believe it. I just, I just got done telling everybody that nothing ever happens here, and now there's a dead. This is embarrassing, quite frankly. I apologize to the audience for being so judgmental. It seems I've learned a valuable lesson about tolerance. Now let's have a look at his bitten ass. <laughs> what? They pull. They heave him off the toilet, and Danny DeVito hits the ground with a big thud. And his ass wobbles in slow motion. It's in slow motion. No, uh, it's like 300. He comes off the toilet really fast. Then as he hits the ground, it's in slow motion. And that music from it plays. Look at his ass wobble. And he pokes it with a stick and says, Yep, that's a spider bite, all right. No, it's not. Yeah. It's a it's a like a teeth mark style bite? Like a chunk has been taken out? Yeah, it looks like a, a human mouth bit it. Okay. Spider bite? <laughs> yeah. That's a spider bite, alright. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this fucking disaster. So he leaves and then he sees all over town is covered in spiders. It was empty before he went in the pharmacy. Now he comes out. Spiders are everywhere. And the worst thing about it, Jonathan, mm-hmm. they've all got human heads. Ooh, those are the worst. It's a big human head with spider legs, and he... Ugh. Yeah, it's just a big disembodied head, eight legs coming out the side, and they're <sighs> slopping around, making this horrible... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hate those guys. And... <laughs> And Willem Dafoe puts his hands on his side of his mouth like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone and goes, Oh, no! It's just like John Carpenter's The Thing, except the heads are the right way up. (laughs) And at that moment, all of the heads turn and look at him, and they've all got the same face. Ooh, whose face? Ah, this is the twist. Huh? Willem Dafoe steps back and says, Oh, my God, no! This is the twist of the film. They've all got the heads of famed actor and Scientologist John Travolta. Whoa. Says, 
Okay, that's really unsettling. Young Travolta or, or older, more like me Travolta? And, uh, Bloated Travolta or... Yeah. And yeah. 25% of them are done up with the fat woman makeup from hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and those ones are like just constantly vomiting. Ugh. Just little, just green gooey vomit. I uh, heard Travolta had to lose 50 pounds for hairspray. <laughs> wow. Ouch. So anyway, at that point, this is the big moment, because he steps back and says, oh my god, they've all got acclaimed actor John Travolta, Scientologist John Travolta. There's hairs, faces of spiders, millions. And he looks at the camera and says, looks like I've got Travolta-phobia! <laughs> and then thousands of spiders come out of his mouth. What? Yeah, and they like tiny baby ones and he's just wobbling about like jerky like Jacob's Ladder <laughs> I'm a big spider egg I've got Travoldophobia <laughs> and he deflates and it turns out he's, he's like flat on the ground like um, a sex doll that's just been deflated mm. and he's wobbling about and he said, oh, well, it turns out I was a spider egg the whole time. <laughs> He's still able to talk? Yes. <laughs> Albeit a bit like Merman, the He-Man cartoon. I do like Merman, yeah. It's up to you, Brandon Frazier. <laughs> Brandon Frazier says, it's up to me, Brandon Frazier. Come on, Deborah Messing. What's she doing there? No one likes her either. Messing comes out on a skateboard with a purple hood on. Oh. And she says, Hello, I'm in the book clan. And she runs out, she punches all the spiders. Oh, punches by And then the world's biggest John Travolta um, spider comes in on wings, riding on a dragon, and eats her. And Willem Dafoe says, it's the general! It's the general, one of them! And it eats Brendan Fraser as well. And then it looks at the camera and says, I am John Travolta! And it flies in the camera with its mouth open, and it goes all black, and that's the end of the film. That's a pretty good film. It, it, it uh, harkens back to Sing a Song of Spiders a little bit, but only in the same way that, you know... Um, Spider-Man hearkened back to Darkman a little bit. Both Sam Raimi superhero movies with, uh, you know, similar feel at times. Hmm? It's a spiritual sequel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it feels good. Sorry. It's, it's, it, it's scary. What if instead of having the power to sing spiders, you were actually, in all your life, a spider egg and your parents never told you? And then just one day it comes to fruition and you deflate and just have to ask Brendan Fraser to punch the spiders. He just gets eaten because he's useless. <laughs> <sighs> well, I love the pitch. Yeah, you, yeah I like that one. That was fun. Yeah, it was very good. Fun. Um, As always. Yeah. And yes, that just comes from, from my stepson, who just apropos of nothing, just said the words Travolta-phobia. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people have it. They don't know they have it, but when they see him, they get sad and uncomfortable and nervous. Ready to change the channel. So, bad then, that's probably because he touched them. 
<laughs> he's just, he's unsettling. I think he's been physically inappropriate with at least, I want to say 65% of the American public at some <laughs> For some reason, the whole time you've been talking, though, ever since you brought up the Foot Clan, I've just been thinking of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song, not from the original show, but one of the ones for like 10 years later, when they just go, Turtles! Turtles! <laughs> Turtles! They're just like so angry about turtles. That would be a good Willem Dafoe movie. Tur- yeah, just, tur- tur- <laughs> just two hours of Willem Dafoe going, Turtles! <laughs> turtles! You don't see any turtles. You don't need to, it's no. Him that, wearing a very smart suit on a stool in a completely white bare room with no windows and doors. It's Turtles! <laughs> I don't know why I think it's so funny. If I'm if I'm having a bad day, I'll just go turtles to myself for a while and then it uh, puts yes. a smile. The old yeah. turtles pick up, pick me up. <laughs> That's right. It works. Yeah. Believe it or not. That's uh, in life. Turtles people, your way to happiness. Yeah, yeah, it's effective. People have been already asking questions. They've been really. I think the the wiki the wikia has really gotten people feeling. A kinship with us and an excitement about being a part of Podtoid in a new way. A great so thanks, movie. I think does Stealth write for it too? I don't know. I'm not too Stealth concerned. wrote his own page at one point. Ah, I see. Stealth has been very. He's been trying to get a hold of me, almost on the hour. I block him every day now. <laughs> I block him every day. He just has another account. He's got about fifty of them now. Yeah, Stealth two K. I've, I've just gotten bored of him. Yeah, it's not, it's not that. I can't... He isn't... I'm not going to talk with him, but it's nothing personal. And I've, I've told him that. Um, hopefully he'll remember. I have good reasoning, and it's not personal reasoning. It's just just the way it is. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, questions. This one got asked way earlier today. Let's not put out an APB for questions. Let's just do the ones we got. Um, I've got to get sure. going. So. Absolutely. Pig Goat... On Twitter, his name is John A. Servo Jr. Wants to know if anyone on Podtoid has ever been almost sued due to the podcast content, and this includes old Podtoid, which I uh, was racy. Old Podtoid, you guys broke some boundaries. In some ways, racier, certainly more offensive. Mm, mm-hmm. Just like crudely, unfunnily offensive in some. Oh, it's just know. my content. I. Uh, Oh, I, I, I think back then I thought just being shocking was enough. I didn't. It, it, it seemed to me that you were just alive with pleasure, and and, <laughs> and yelling at the top of your lungs the things that were in your mind as they are now. But these days you've got a more seasoned approach. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, I don't think we'll ever get sued because we're not important at all. Yeah, that is one benefit of the show. It's like we've got a good stable of listeners and way more listeners than than this show should have. But <laughs> certainly I don't think enough to cause any major incidents yet. Yeah, I don't think uh I can't remember a time when we actually were intentionally hurtful or harmful or insulting to anyone. We might accidentally Except when you objectified Crystal White earlier. I Which is really just awful of you. I, I was saying you. I wish I was Crystal White, and I do. If I if if someone could do the old 
vice versa, you know, those old switcheroo movies with Judge Reinhold and the kid from The Wonder Years and be like, you're going to switch lives with Crystal White. I'd be like, absolutely, sign me up. Beautiful woman, at talented, fun, cool friends. She's got an awesome life. Beautiful. Like life yeah. You would call a woman beautiful, you disgusting lech. I wish I was beautiful. That's all I'm trying to say, guys. I don't call women beautiful because I respect them too much. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll never get sued because until Nobody we get cares. popular. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's who with what for what money? Let's yeah, never let's... say never. <laughs> Knowing our listeners, I wouldn't be surprised if they set up a class action suit just for fun now. <laughs> There's not too many other questions, uh, Toby. Wants to know what our favorite page on the Podtoid Wiki is, uh, which we've Video talked games. about already. Video I, games is the best page on the wiki. Okay, I will. I haven't checked it actually. That page. I heard it got locked early. Yes, yes, yes. Video games. They don't want people daring to mess with that. I will say, just for the sake of of having something else to add, um, I like groats. I like the idea that someone went so far as to name groats the official currency of Podtoid because I said the word groats once. I didn't even know about it. It's such a huge the, thing. The, yeah, little tiny things. The Think Wrongs page is quite tantalizing. What? I didn't even know that existed. I yeah, that's to... a pretty good one. Um, the Ghost of Commodore 64, <laughs> I like. That fact, I like that there's a category just called Ghosts. <laughs> about the various specters that have haunted or have said to have been haunting Podtoid. For uh, for those that don't know, not only is there all this writing, Toby actually worked really hard on putting together a bunch of videos. He um, we did a real quickly put together a, a pilot for our talk show. He suddenly was like, "Oh well, because this was talked about on Podtoid, now I have to post this so it can be in the wiki." So that's up there. He did his own. Um, 12 Days of Podtoid Christmas or something it's called. A song about us for the, the wiki. There's that video. He also did... Um, he reenacted a GameCube commercial uh, pitch. He, he actually made the commercial. He's been working uh, not only on writing, but video and, and as much crap as he can to fill the thing with content. It really is a world you can just be in for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that he's been making photoshops just especially for the wiki for things that didn't have them. Oh, like, like the Bayonetta. Yeah, post. if you go to the wiki and look up Bayonetta the movie, there's a wonderful poster of Willem Dafoe as Bayonetta. <laughs> it's very convincing. He's very skilled. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I guess, I think the answer to that question. Uh, Tyler Weed wants to know what third-party Wii game we would most like to see a sequel to on the Wii U. Probably no more heroes, uh, but there's a there's a lot there's a lot of Wii games that were almost amazing, but instead were just really interesting that could be done well with a lot of money on a new console. So yeah, but no more heroes is what I'm most excited about. Do you guys have any uh, feelings? I'd just like to see Vanillaware put something else out on the Wii U. I mean, mm. it's not so much sequel, but I, I enjoyed Muramasa. I like those kinds of, I don't know what it is about platforming mechanics that makes grinding so much more enjoyable for me. Like, I just don't mind mm -hmm. doing effectively the same thing I would be doing in a turn-based combat system or anything else that, that necessitates uh, gaining experience. 
but in a platforming, you know, actiony slash thing, it just does. I don't mind doing it over and over and over again. That repetitive motion doesn't tire me out. Um, mm, interesting. So, I, yeah, I'd like to see Vanillaware do something on the Wii U, albeit not necessarily a sequel, um, but something in the vein of the Odin Sphere uh, Muramasa vein. Or just anything at all on any console. They haven't done anything other than the Muramasa remake for the Vita. I don't yeah. know when they've done anything. Uh, I hope they do something again soon. It's interesting you would say that. What do you do? You think it's just like how much fun you have per second, or how many like moments you have to quickly react per second that make you know, things? No, I really, fun? I really couldn't place what it is. I think it's that I'm good at it. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm pretty good at platforming in games and so forth and and 2d is something that i have a skill so it's enjoyable for me to find a challenge find the pattern because it's something i have skill at if it's something i suck at like Mm. the turn-based stuff i just get frustrated if i don't Uh if i can't pick up the game's mechanics and understand the the logic behind the strategy um strategy rpgs just turn me off on the whole because i can't field troops effectively i've never been much of a chess player Oh, that's surprising. You, you seem like you would be, because you're so uh, gentlemanly. I like to watch intellectual play. Exactly. I can't that's the true that. gentleman's game, to just observe you. Uh, Jim, you got any uh, things you want on the thing? I'm going to say Fragile Dreams. But in fact, uh, in all fairness, I'd just like it remade and more yeah, playable. Yeah. Just good. Yeah, just, just keep, keep the really weird worlds, the story... All of those elements, and just make an actual video game for it to go with. It, it's it's all possible. The thing about the Wii, from what I can tell, the sales of a lot of these games they were okay. The the, the people the the people who put out Fragile Dreams they weren't like oh it bombed. They were like yeah we made our money back. We made a little extra, but it's not like we're excited to keep pursuing that idea and beat that horse. They think, well, we if we're going to make a lot of money, we have to do a new idea. And that's true of Tatsunoku versus Capcom, which I'd like to see a sequel to as well. It's true of No More Heroes. It's true of tons of third-party Wii games. They, they did fine, but not enough to really excite the developers to continue. Um, well, I'll be honest, I, where No More Heroes is concerned, I, I, mean, I know how much you love the series, but I'm kind of good with that too. I'm okay if they make it. If they don't make another No More Heroes, I think that the 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 two that we have, um, sort of tell the story that we you know needed to tell. Oh sure. Uh, the mechanics yeah. are improved. Although, thank God, that forced section where you're that girl and the platforming the yeah, you hate that jumping. Really hate that. That's one of the first times I got really worried that I was just a moron. Because I wrote the review and I was like, I really like that jumping part. And you were like, what? That's the worst part in any game ever. And I'm like, what? But I didn't, but I liked it. And you're like, wrong. It is bad. (laughs) There are very few times where I'm not willing to see somebody else's point of view. But that jumping segment in No More Heroes 2, I'm sorry. There's just, I don't know what universe you live in. It's fun. You're just jumping around, you know? (laughs) (laughs) well you actually want to go somewhere and do something yeah well you know you feel like you're really gonna fall that's fun because you are repeatedly (laughs) going to fall you do fall down in that part sometimes yeah and and it's funny he's hinted that if there were no more heroes 3 that it might star that character so you can expect a whole lot more of that oh (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll see. Who knows what he'll do? He's uh, he he almost definitely doesn't know what he's doing with that game yet. Oh, and you know what? I think he proved that throughout the course of the entire. Oh, <laughs> Doctor! Boom. He actually, <laughs> he wasn't that involved with no. uh, Heroes Two. Actually, he was um, more of a supervisor. Whereas I can't remember his name. I think it's the same guy who worked on Little King Story was overseeing No More Heroes 2. But I'll have to double-check that. Yeah. Mm, no, I mean, I, I, think, I think that they're good games overall, and I like them, but I don't... It's not something that I'm so fired up about that I'd be like, yeah, I gotta go buy me the No More Heroes 3. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it's just not, not there. <laughs> Are you fired up like that about any game? I really want Revengeance. I mean, I don't ever go, woo! But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do really want Revengeance. We're okay. we're getting ready to post like our most anticipated of 2013, I guess next week or late this week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm thinking about what's coming up this year. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. But, That'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I guess that's all the questions. That'll do. I think. Yeah. Should we uh, talk about the things we're doing? Yes. You want to start, Jim? No. Okay, I'll start. No, I can start if you want. Oh, you start then, please. I'll do whatever needs to be done, Jonathan. Okay. Um, nothing from me going on on Destructoid this week, I don't think. Um, just filling in little pockets of early news. Still on quasi-holiday. Decided, fuck it, I don't want to work too hard. Um, but over on The Escapist, this week... Uh, the newest Jimquisition is called Epic Hole Brackets Be Mine Cliffy. Um, it's a song that I wrote with Miracle of Sound for Cliffy B. Um, an extension of an olive branch, because I am the classier gent. Is and it, it's, a, it's an interesting... What's that olive branch smell like? Olives? I'm too busy wearing the Sterling Core portable shit flingers <laughs> fun time mask to know what it smells of. Because it's you a can weird, smell refreshing orbit gun. Oh, it's it's so refreshing. It's the minty freshness we've come to expect from the orbit family. But it's supposed to be heartwarming, Jonathan. It is in a way. I mean, you cared. It's about heartwarming him. in my way. Yes, it is. Um, so there's that. January 3rd. Uh, that'll be today or tomorrow, I guess, depending on... Or yesterday, or a day, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, movie Defense Force, my new movie review show, uh, debuts also on The Escapist. That's escapistmagazine.com. And check that out. It's good. It's all right. What are you up to, Jonathan? Oh, me. It's my time already. Dar- er, I did write a little bit for that most anticipated games thing, which will be up at some point. I'm um, excited about that. It's going to be fun to read what everyone has to say. My my game is Pikmin 3, which is probably no surprise, but um, a lot of games that I'm excited about. On Subholmes this Sunday, we, we have Bo Blythe, I believe is how you say his name, though uh, I could be totally wrong, so sorry, Bo, if I am. He is a guy making a game called LA Death Disc, which is part of the... LA Game Space Kickstarter, which made hundreds of thousands of dollars. So a lot of people have already bought that game. It was a game you get amongst 30 other games, I believe, if you donated $15. He makes a lot of really interesting local, local multiplayer violent versus games that are really popular with other people who make video games. 
Um, that's how I got introduced to him. Actually, Rami Ismail from Flambeer and Zach Gage, who made Spell Tower. I was in New York City for like 20 minutes, and they're like, come over here now and play Samurai Gun, which is another game by Bo Blythe. And I'm like, okay. And they had it set up in our arcade cabinet, and it was shockingly fun. It was kind of like Smash Brothers distilled to its essence, plus a lot more um, interaction with the environment, destroying the environment, stuff like that. So he's a smart guy. He's a young, weird guy, and he's a fun guy. And he'll be on the show on Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live. So ask us questions about making video games and doing things. Um, also, the rerun of Sup Holmes, I believe, is up on iTunes today. It is. Oh, good. It was up, it was up yesterday. I looked yesterday. I didn't see it. Yeah, maybe you I'd do fail. that. You always do that. Like, yeah, I guess maybe the hour before it goes up or something. I, I don't <laughs> and know. And then what. I fall asleep or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's with Gordon Midwood, who made Liltline and Derek the Deathfin, which is a game we've been giving away on PSN. It's a lot of people's favorite PSN game of the year. Uh, the the people who actually played it love it, and that's kind of Gordon in a nutshell. For whatever reason. Uh, he doesn't bring in new people very quickly and easily. Um, by his own account, it's because he just doesn't care about doing anything anyone's necessarily going to like. He just tries to make something he thinks is fun. But he is hilarious and smart and nice, and it was a really great talk we had on Sunday. So that rerun is up on iTunes and on um, YouTube as well. I'll be putting that post up today. And I think that's it. Yeah, and follow me on Twitter because now there's a purpose to it. I am asking people all the time to collaborate on Teenage Pokemon with me. And it's been really fun. Um, now that it's actually going to be a thing and people are aware of it, um, people are giving me ideas for it all the time and I'm happy to take them and uh, try to use them and we'll give you special thanks for them. Um, it was decided, I think, yesterday that the YouTube uh, in the po- teenage Pokemon world, YouTube is called MewTube. Uh-huh. Get it? Uh-huh. Huh? That's all the community's talk. I was going to call it someone's PC tube because that's my kind of humor. No, that's, they... that's good. MewTube. That's good. Yeah, there's a. And, uh, there's nothing the... wrong with MewTube. There's nothing good. wrong with puns. Never. No, I love a good pun. And there's a logo. Hank Woodchip uh, is working on a logo for it, and it's turning into this big collaborative thing. So it's really fun. I'm gonna. I've been posting um, designs for the characters and asking people to weigh in on what they think of the designs. And you know, full episodes. Of course, uh, you're not gonna be able to make one up with me, uh, even if you wanted to. But I want your ideas for fun details. So follow me on Twitter, Tronauts, and just talk to me about teenage Pokemon. That's fun. And that's it for me, guys. I think. What's you up to, Conrad Zimmerman? Uh, a lot of stuff that's not going to be readily apparent for a couple of weeks, uh, actually. Uh, I will be doing Saturday Morning Hangover this Saturday live at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific on Detoid.tv. Uh, we'll be playing the week's Xbox Live Indie Games releases and <clears throat> something else fun. Maybe some awesome knots or... I don't know. It's There's not a whole lot going on that's like super, oh my god, exciting. But... Um, We'll have some fun. Uh, we'll go back to the Defoeverse and check out all the cool stuff that's there. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. But other than that, it's I'm I'm really going to be behind the scenes. I think for the next week or two, <laughs> uh, keeping a low profile. Mm. It's one of those times. It's a it's a rebuild and reload. It is. Stuff. 
Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, we got CES coming up soon, so there's going to be coverage coming from that, I guess. Like, I think it's next week. Oh, Jesus, really? Week? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't waste any time. Yeah, it's already begun. PAX East uh, press passes, I think, are open now. i got to see if I'm going to that. It's uh, The new year is fully in effect. Yeah, you know, it's not wasting any time. Yeah. yeah. Be ready fun. to work it. Turn to the left. Now turn to the right. Is that Sashay. RuPaul? Shantae. yeah. I love that RuPaul. Well, we did it, guys. We, we did, did it. Full year. We, we started a new it. year, officially. Happy yeah, new year. It's not the same old Podtoid, guys. This is a whole new Podtoid. Right? Massive changes. Huge difference. The, this is... You put this next to the one we did last week. Indistinguishable. Our voices are different. Mm. The topics are different. We've grown a lot. <laughs> that dog is bebop yeah. thing is, is a whole new world of feelings whole new world yeah yeah that's it we'll see you Yo, next week <laughs> we'll see you next week guys bye it's really intimidating when you sound so strong and deep yo <laughs> motherfucker yeah. yo oh. motherfucker ah, yeah. get me how are we supposed to, like, not do the talk of the certain subject when you talk about me, well, Conrad coming in strong and deep? <laughs> <laughs>